Hello to all you groovy ghoulies out there that have come to join us in the cesspool of horror that is uncensored horror. As you can see, it's the OG3 again today. I have lovely Luke and crazy Katie here with me as we are going down the rabbit hole or, you know, the death shoot again with Jeepers Creepers 2. We're going to we'll keep that. Yeah, we'll... um. Two question mark. As as the series unfolds, we will discuss that more. But Jimmy's Creep is two, so we all survived the first one, even though Katie hates it and she doesn't bode well for this one either. But we all we all survived it. But when did we first see Jeepers Creepers two? Katie McCarthy, when was it for you? Did you see this in cinemas or? Uh no, I probably rented it on a red box on a on a whim. It was 2003, so I was still in high school. I don't really remember seeing it. Do you want another date? Probably another terrible date. Yeah. You know, George Glass. George, George Glass. <sighs> you know, I think George. Didn't I don't remember anyone really called George Glass and ask you. <sighs> I think George didn't call me that night. That bastard. Oh, poor George. Well. I, I just don't remember watching it the first time, honestly, and then watching it again last night. I'm like, now I remember why I don't remember watching this. Oh, don't oh. be mean. I, it bodes was... well. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it bodes well for our, for our, um, you know, our review. And Luke, do you remember the first time that you saw this movie? Look, honestly, this movie, because they did the same storyline on South Park where Miss Crab, what was her name? Crab Apples or whatever. The the bus driver, you know. What did you say? Um, they had the same storyline where the like there was a creeper coming and attacking the bus. Because um, monsters I, don't I'd, eat big fat scary bitches. I often mix up. <laughs> Cheapest Coopers 2 and South Park <laughs> oh because God. I don't know what's actually happening. So, oh, um, but like Cheapest Coopers 2, I found was not a bad flick. It was just not a memorable one. I said I can't wait to own a fishing tank. Oh, neither can I. Okay, fair enough. I saw this in cinemas. I know that I saw this in cinemas because I really liked the first one. So when I heard there was going to be a second one, I was like, okay, yeah, sweet. I'll be in. I'll be in on that. And I quite enjoyed it. I think I'm going to be in the minority here by the sounds of it. But, you know, that's the way. So if you have not seen Jeepers Creepers 2 yet, you are um, nearly 20 years late. But it's okay. Yeah, I mean, that happens. Here's the thing. <laughs> that happens. It's on Pluto TV for free, so don't spend any money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. You can get it. It's out there. It is It is gettable. Cut so up, if Katie. you haven't seen it and you... um. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to give that man any fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Basically, you can get it, you can watch it, and then come back and watch our review. So let's jump straight in to 2003, Jeepers Creepers 2. Now, this, uh, this film takes place three days after the, the events of the first film when Darry After and Trish what happened Jenner, to Darry. After poor Darry. terrible. I think it's worth... I think it's worth mentioning that the the opening scene like the the title credits were actually pretty cool uh very i odd. really liked it i thought it was very it was very sparse it was it was one of those ones that kind of sets the mood you know very every ominous. 23 years very dark. 23 days 
gets to fade. And I actually <laughs> missed it when I was first watching it. All I saw, like, I turned my head. I think I uh, heard a cat. And I turned my... <laughs> My life is chaos, okay? This is just what it is. <laughs> she is the cat possible. lady from the first film. I am the cat lady from the first film. I am just uh, in my prequel days, okay? So... Get it, Arlene. <laughs> so I turned my head to see what a noise was, and then I turned back, and I see a, it gets to feed. I'm like, huh? So yeah. I had to, had to rewind it and then get to see the other part, and I said, oh, I like and that. And then we go into that blaring, like overexposed cornfield I know that we Jackie? have a, we have we have um opinions on Victor Salva and what he did was not kosher and all that kind of thing, but really well shot opening. Like well, <laughs> really well shot. Well he's not the cinematographer, so we I know, but we don't like, have to give him credit for that. We don't have to give him credit as we see. As we see, Jackie, you know. <laughs> Jackie. Jack Jackie. Jackie Taggart putting up Scarecrows. This movie makes you never want to look at a scarecrow in the same way. But Katie McCarthy, because you're a queen of all things trivia, who's Jackie's pa fixing the stump puncher? Oh, it's um, is that is that Ray Wise? Ray Ray Wise, and where would we know Ray Wise from? It's too early. (laughs) Oh no, you just dumped Katie McCarthy. I'm singing it uh, for you. Dun, dun, yeah, wait, wait. Dun, dun. He uh, might have we? been somebody's father in a very popular 90s TV show that turned out to be quite evil. Spoiler alert, be like 30 years late. He played Leland Palmer in Twin Peaks. Oh. Very oh. wise, Jack. Jack Senior to be. Jack to Senior. Be Jack Senior. Jack. And his son. Oh, you know what Billy. I don't understand is it's J- Jackie? Jack Senior and Billy. Billy. He, Billy he, Bob. He, he lost steam. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he maybe it was a maybe it's tradition in the family. Second child is the second, I don't know. Whatever. We get again, scarecrows. That's not my scarecrow moment. No. Not good. I mean that that moment, that moment in um in that section where he is wiring up the scarecrow and talking shit about his dad, and then all of a sudden, then we get the little. That's chilling. That is bone chilling stuff. I did not enjoy it. I was like, "Oh no, I don't need no scarecrows looking at me." Right? It's like, no, I don't think that's happening. But anyway, Billy slowly gets down from his from his post, noticing that you know. Our scarecrow looks quite strange. Oh, he happens to have giant talons and claws for feet. That's awkward. Let's run like a mofo. And a little bit unusual. Look, the that thing, that thing can launch. Let's let's just say it was up, it was out, it was on. I'm not saying that Kyle's feet look like that on a bad day. <laughs> but they do. Young Jackie is quickly um apprehended by the creeper who we all know that's what i like about i kind of like these movies you don't really have to wait for the action to start it's on like he grabs that kid and runs through the cornfield as billy and and ripped it up yeah and just try and try and save him but this is this is when you get 
quality actors like Ray Wise when that thing takes off and and just takes off into the sunset with your child. It's like you see so much in his expression. It's it's haunting. I'm like, oh god, he's he's gone. You know, like what can you do at that point? That kid is gone. You like, I don't know. That's really. I don't, I'm not even a parent, and it made me go, oh, that's that's creepy. Cut to the next day after we look at Ray's haunted eyes for a while, and we see a school bus, but not just any school bus. They are carrying the mighty Cox. The mighty Cox. There's I'm some sorry. real hotties on that bus, I'm sorry Listen, to say. Does anyone find yeah. it just a little, a little disturbing that Victor Salva, who wrote the movie, a little bit gay? Movie, Name that team the Mighty Cox. Really? Does anyone look all I've got to say is that anyone? Anyone? El Santos was like I'm just just throwing it out there. Who wrote the script? Let's be honest. As the girls say, how long can they sing their theme song? They have a they have a fight song with the word cock in it. They can sing it forever. It is very hetero teenage male. Like that that bus smells of Hormones and Axe body spray for sure. Like that is that oh. is the stench oh, that is wafting from that it was bus. Peak Axe body spray time too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. So we get to meet a plethora of characters. Some would say too many, too many kids on that bus for us to care about. And I think that that's a big problem with this movie. Um, I'll play my hand with that a little bit later. But we get to we get to meet you know. Our quarterback with a problem. Oh, so sad. And he only got to play. He's human. Tw- Twelve He's minutes human. Of, of the of the game. Uh, yeah, we get to meet <sighs> the, the Scotty. That's name. what his name's Scotty. It's like oh, Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know, and he makes me sad. That was a way but better movie than this one. There is a lot of um trauma with with Scotty and. Yeah, I don't know. Scotty, I I find Scotty a very hard character to like. <laughs> like when they're trying to make us like like him. Is he was he in like he was in the show that kid, right? He was he was in a TV show. Scotty. I, like. I can't yeah, remember Scotty. who Scotty was. Honestly, the I don't piece. remember. The, the the shaved blonde piece that was the quarterback. And his girlfriend, who is like the cross child between um Janine Garofalo and who else was it? Someone else. I was like, oh my god, they had a baby and she's here and she's um Laura San Giacomo. That's who she is. She's like the 90s had a baby and it's this girl. And she's very serious. And of course we meet Minxie. What kind of a name is Minxie? Yeah, what <laughs> kind of name is Minxie? I mean, like, they've got another character named Double D, so think what about was it. happening there? They're double D Davis. She didn't even have big boobs. Oh no, that was the kid. That was a guy, wasn't it? I was like, wait, double D. Never mind. They used to call me double like, D. But then I outgrew oh, well. it. But then I outgrew Double D Katie. She became triple D the destroyer. <laughs> triple D the destroyer. <laughs> so we are driving along the road. We are driving along the road and we get a cameo. From Justin Long, I, I 
What? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, didn't, I don't remember this bit, so please yeah, tell me I, about it. I missed it too. Mixie is asleep on the, ah. on the bus, falls asleep on the bus, and has a vision of Darry standing on the side of the road. Oh, it's Darry. Telling him to go back. Oh, no, I remember. How did I miss this? No, I remember. How did I miss that? No, I remember this. As she awakes, the tire on the bus blows out. And everyone has to get off the bus because, you know, it's, you know, naughty naughtiness. Um, It is popped by a chillingly sharp looking bone, I guess. Throwing star. It looks yeah, I say it looks like one of those ninja stars. It looks like a ninja it's star, right? Made out of bone and teeth. With a tooth in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's I like mean, Creeper's uh getting real creative with his uh tools oh. here. Oh it's very gay. A shuriken. A shuriken. There you go. I mean, can we get back to the bus lady? Because I, I love her. Oh, uh. but- she is oh. the, she is now she is from Ryan Murphy's first popular TV show. She was playing a normal She was girl. the pro no but her character on Popular was the proto Sue Sylvester. So what what's what would happen to be Sue Sylvester was if you haven't watched Popular it only did two seasons. It is a fantastic show. You will love it. Uh Meatloaf was originally considered for the uh, bus driver, and I would have really, really liked to have, uh, really would have liked to see Meatloaf in this because, so, I mean, I love Meatloaf. I think he's a, a fantastic actor. I think he, like, every scene he's in, I think he just chews up the scenery. <laughs> just. But wasn't that wasn't that when it was meant to be? Because there's development hell for these movies. It was Bad Out of Hell, and we're like, and it was we originally have called Bad Out of Hell, but, and that would have made it just that much better. So they just kind of really missed an opportunity here for that. Honestly. I'm sorry, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. The the bus blow the bus blows the tire first, and then she has the dream before it gets hit again. Sorry, the second one. The second shuriken hits the bus, and this one is not a tooth. This one is a very familiar rose tattoo from the first movie. What it is made from? It is made from the skin of Darry Jenner. Oh, so Darry, terrible. Yeah, that's he has. He has visions. uh, Mixie has visions of both Darry and Jackie. Telling them that the creeper is following them, and we see the creeper hauling ass alongside next to the bus before it blows the tire. So it's yeah, there's no mucking around. So the bus is disabled out on the, I guess high. It's highway. It's a highway. Yeah, they're in the it's middle of the desert. Let's like yeah, it's a highway. They're in the middle, they're of, the in the middle yeah. of the desert. Like let's... shooting in the middle of the desert. Yeah, it's like yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Basically. Yeah. Like it, if like, if they were in Australia, they'd be in the outback. Yeah, it's a very no. Wolf Creek kind of moment. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. Uh... anyway yep. <laughs> that was a Katie joke. So, you tried. The creep the I creeper tried. very quickly dispatches the teachers. Oh. They are gone. And uh, this is, you know, putting teenagers in peril is 
standard horror movie fare. But those, those teachers do. It's just when they rip up the um, like the the darky bus driver girl. It's that when like she's ripped up at this point already. That, this, I, this, this I, I do remember that bit. Quick, this happens in quick succession. Coach has gone first. She reminded me of like Miss bus. Man, but like not Miss Man, like uh, a nicer version of Miss Man. And, and yeah, so they get rid of yeah. the adults pretty quickly. They are gone. Okay. Like they are gone. And the creeper is creeping. Like the creeper is creeping creeper straight be away. Creeping. Creeper, creeper be, creeping. be creeping upside down. You that know, so cool. I think what bothered me most about this movie, I mean, besides the obvious. Is like it couldn't decide whether it wanted to be campy, yeah. Or if yeah. it wanted to be like truly like creepy, like it, it kind of I've... went back. It went back and forth because you know with the opening credits, it was very dark. It was very ominous. It like it set a mood, and then you have scenes like creepers hanging upside down, and that's very that's very Freddy Krueger campy ish. Like you know, it's funny. It like, is. You're, you're just. Katie, I like, think this this is like an extension of the first film where. They wanted to be something, but they ran out of money, and then it became something else. Like, but they had I don't a bigger. No, I feel budget. like this film's lost its way. Oh, like but the they whole had a franchise. bigger budget this round. I mean, they had money to spend because yeah, of but... how well the first movie did. Like, they had I money it... this round. <laughs> okay, I find it creepy because I know more about Victor Selva. so I know that he knows what it's. I find I find in this film. The creeper is more of a hunter. He is picking victims. He is, you know, actively while they're in the bus, he's looking at them, licking his teeth, pointing at them, winking at them, choosing the ones he wants. And, and that's what he yuck, wants yuck, to yuck. Eat from them. And that's fine oh. if you're making a campy film, but it's not deciding. It's going back and forth. Uh, like, I want to be creepy. No, I want to be campy. Well, maybe. And then you throw in the Victor Selva vibe, and then you're like, wow, this is creepy in the way I don't want it to be creepy. I find <laughs> um, Jonathan Brett creepy. I think I think he is, like, as the creeper, he is, yeah, he makes me go, ugh. He gives me that, that heebie-jeebies vibe. Well, here's the thing. It's not cool. If they wanted to go in like the Freddy Krueger route, where they, you know, the one-liners and real sassy and campy, I think that could have worked. I think it could have been effective, and I think it probably, maybe, could have made a better film. No. Yeah. Look, I mean, I but it was 2003. But it was 2003. So things were starting to camp. No, but it was swinging away. Like we we had done scream. Do you know what I mean? The the self aware jokey kind of thing. They were trying to do. They were trying to do something different. I guess. So, but they weren't firmly going. This is going to be a like a scary horror film. Y'all know how I feel about campy films. Yeah, exactly. They're my bread and butter. So bread the butter. the creeper. The creeper picks six, I think it is. Yeah, six students. Dante, Jake, Mixie, Scotty, Bucky. Was Dante El Santos? Yes. Oh, so hot. The best. <laughs> the best. Chill out. Oh, I have so, to stay. Okay. Yeah, Come sorry. There is, I'm there not is sick, something... Get over it. He's a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> there are... There are um, yeah, distinct things that the creeper wants, but these kids do not go easily into that good night. They manage to 
find some javelins on the school bus and inflict quite a lot of um, pain and and torture on the creeper already, which is nice to see that they're not. It's not just a straight up, you know. Oh my god! So wait, so do the kids know then what what he wants? And before he actually takes them, like no, Mixie's Mixie's had that. Mixie's had that premonition. So they're they're choosing whether to believe. They're choosing to believe her or not is is the thing. Yeah, but she is quite. Yeah, she. It is very. Um, it's it's very late nightmare movies. Late. um, Yeah. Friday the 13th, where there's a psychic girl for no reason. She's like, yeah. Hi, I'm here. Yep. I'm, I'm also and I'm going to kick Jason's ass, but... Very confused why there was a, a you know... A, the, a psychic the, girl? Oh, javelins. No, well, the javelins. Like, why are they on the bus if they're I not... Get, like... Yeah, if it's a fo- especially if it's a football team, why are there javelins on the bus? Yeah. Like, but I what? guess the guy was the equipment manager, so maybe he had javelins on there for another... I don't know. But look, they do. They manage to inflict some pain on the creeper so much so that the creeper. And I got to say, squishy, gooey effects again. Squishy and gooey as the creeper's eye, well, Darry's eye, gets poked out through the back of its head as and the the um, javelin goes straight through the skull and it rips its skull in half and kind of really fucks itself up. Like these kids. Their first strike at the creeper is a pretty good one. They fuck him up. As he, the creeper tries to get away, flies away, and then goes, oh, no, nah, fucked it, and <laughs> crashes onto the bus. This is when they figure out that, uh, you know. That shit ain't right. The creeper is well and truly a creeper. It's a hunter. It's not trying to make them leave the bus. It's trying to keep them in. It has disabled the doors. So it's just like opening a can of sardines and picking the one you want. Mm-hmm. As the wing, the wing thing was really like, and, and I, we're never going to get this answer, I don't think, but it really makes me confused as to what this thing actually is because its wing turns into a cocoon that then rips the head off the kid that, that it's, and its head comes through. Like I get the regeneration thing, but it's like, is it an insect? Is it like, I don't know. It's just, a mo- it's like bad dreams come to life. It's a demon man. It Who, is a is demon man. Who is it's she? It's a demon man. But there is a big discussion about whether to run or whether to stay. Uh, what would you do, guys, if you had to, the choice of running or staying? When, I would when probably, thing, like, when to be honest, thing was I would. Six of your covert, covert like, Yours, Cohen. Am, am I one of the six that got picked? Exactly right. <laughs> if, well, if I'm not know. one of the six that got picked, I'm just gonna kind of like sit back and like. Yeah, but if you don't know, so what would you do in that situation when you don't know? So what would you do, Katie? It's probably it's very Lord of the, but it's very Lord of the Flies. Like there was some interesting things that they. I would probably run. Like I would think I'll be like I'm out of here. Fuck it. Like I'll probably I'd die run. anyway. But I do not know that I'd run because that thing is clearly faster than me. I mean, lots of things are faster than me. My two year old, my seven year old. Yeah, that but sometimes fly, you think though, so, can... like if it's gonna kill you, like for me, I'll be like, oh well, if I run, he'll do it quicker than drag it out and make me suffer. I might try to leave the bus and try to hunker down. 
but yeah, running, it's... maybe not because it, it'll yeah. catch me. I, I, I am not very fast. So besides, <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Are you saying you're not besides... very limber? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't run that fast, so I know. I'm like, I'd yeah. be fucked. I, I would be fucked. I would be grabbing my javelin and making a little fort out of it and be like, oh, you're yep, not coming yep. to me. Trying to find shelter and, you know, hoping <laughs> for, for the best, finding for the worst. But after the power dynamics have been decided that they have managed to contact Jack, Jackie Senior, and Jackie Senior is on his way to save them, but not before, you know, they are forced to run. <laughs> the, the decapitation has happened. The creeper has a new head. And they oh, take I... off into the fields. Yeah, it didn't work out very well the first time, did it? It did not work out too well, and especially for... Um... <laughs> well, first of all, Jake doesn't even make it. He gets one of the shurikens to the head, and he's dead. Like, he's just done to the back. He got. What he was, was lucky. the shurikens, though? It was like fucking Shredder from Ninja Turtles all of a sudden, like, throwing fucking ninja stars well, at people. Look. When you're what thousands happened? of years old, when you're thousands of year old, years old, I guess you adapt. You adapt many things. But, well, Spidey... but hilariously, none of this ever happened in the first film. So where did he suddenly get the but skill? The first film is one day. But here's one the set thing: of kids on one day. If you remember, they were listening to a radio broadcast that was discussing all the victims yeah, that they the found. And... Yeah, that was, yeah. And they were saying some of these victims were as old as like 200 years old. 200 so years old, clearly yeah. he has developed skills. He has so, developed skills. So you have to think about this. Like this, this guy's been hunting for hundreds of years. So yeah, definitely. He, he, he's kind of got this down to a fine art. Yeah, he definitely does because he manages to nail Scotty to a tree via his arm and his shirt. And, oh, oh, and they, Scotty doesn't know. And, well, and Scotty knows oh, now it hurts. Oh, they're wiggling that arm, and it's it's like, oh, that's not cool. That that looks quite painful. But Scotty, who who is they've set up as the lead, like right? They've set him mm-hmm. up as one of the lead characters. He's taken and never seen again, <laughs> and he's just gone. It's like, oh, okay, misdirection. Nice I I get a misdirection, but it was very um, it was very bracing, very bracing. So we we fight we are we fight go back to the bus. I think that they had a lot to do and maybe they should have trimmed a little bit. So Bucky Bucky, the team um manager of you know equipment, finds his way back to the bus where young Johnny has let (laughs) let Chelsea back on the bus, but no one else. He manages to crawl through after being attacked, he's been pulled through that roof twice. This will be the second time this kid has been pulled through that roof twice by his head. I wouldn't be going anywhere near the holes in that roof. I would be on my hands and knees crawling around. But luckily, just in time. But why is it still alive at this point too? Because it's regenerated. It's got a new head. It took one of those kids' heads. I can't remember uh, which kid it was. It was Dante's head. Okay. Dante's head got Dante's ripped off in the, the wind. One. I just I don't yes. care about these kids enough to remember their names. I'm there's sorry. Too, My true love was Dante. Was El Ten- there's El too El many. Santa. There's too many of them. Do you know what I mean? If maybe when the bus broke down, some of them got on another bus and there wasn't enough room, and some of them stayed behind, that might have worked. But there's too many. Like there's at least fifteen 
at least yes. 15 I, kids on this bus. Yeah. And some of them never speak. Do you know what I mean? And they definitely it's made hard. this try to be like a, like a proper flasher where like, oh, we're going to have this big body count. Very different to the first film. Yeah. I don't know and if it worked out that well. but They should have... They, they should have maybe lent into that more and killed and maybe had the bus crash and kill some of the kids or something like that. That might have worked I, out that's, in their favor. That's a lot, but that's a lot. Yeah, you know, that is a lot of death for you know not yeah. good times, but yeah. The taggots yeah. arrive. The taggots arrive uh, with the homemade harpoon gun and manage to I guess detain the creeper for a little while before he flips the bus. And there's a whole. That's very tense. Watching the watching the Taggart's truck get lifted up and down and thrown around by the creeper, who is just non-stop. Meanwhile, Rhonda, Izzy, and Double D. So the Double the, the, apparent, the apparent gay kid, the uh, the other quarterback, and the, and Scotty's girlfriend find a truck and manage to get it started. But the, the wounded creeper who is flown away from the taggots has picked up a scent and is on their tail. Now, this is where I start to lose track of what happens, and they do as well. I think it's very much like the first film where they get to the end of it and jump. Like, oh, we ran out of time. We ran out of time. We ran out of time. We've got to do yeah. it. We've got to do this now. Uh, at, in, in a matter of like, Less than three minutes, we have Izzy uh, basically sacrificed himself <laughs> by flipping the. He throws R- Rhonda out of the truck to save her. He flips the truck. Uh, Dodre goes flying, and Izzy is left in the truck, but he does crawl away. So he isn't dead. Rhonda's not dead. Izzy's not dead. But that's the last we see of them. I'm like, wait, what? They, they were lead characters too. You let it. You made us like know their name, and you made us like have a relationship with us, and then that's all they see because uh, once again the taggots arrive. The taggots arrive uh, with his harpoon of death and manages to shoot it in the head. Look, they have watched their screen movies; they know head, head, Dewey, head, straight in the head, and. Old Jack is just not having it. Old Jack is the kind of guy you want on your team because he goes ham on that MF. He's just stabbing it and stabbing it and stabbing it and stabbing it and stabbing it. And it gets real squelchy and there's like blood everywhere. And it looks as though the creeper is well and truly done. They think he's dead. But as Minxie says, he's not dead. He just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. The creeper's head collapses on itself with its weird talons of grossness, and it enters its twenty-three-year hibernation cycle. We fade to black, but we come back in twenty-three years later. Well, what well, we're not to know that yet. But as a group of three teenagers drive up to the Taggart Farm, where the sideshow attraction called "A Bat Out of Hell." is advertised. A middle-aged Jack is charging entry fees for non-believers, and they go to touch the now almost mummified remains of the Creeper when elderly Jack says, we don't touch it. (laughs) 
obviously. Why would you want to, to start with? They ask him several questions about the creeper and how it was killed and all that kind of stuff. But as he is sitting there with his dog, his harpoon gun and a harpoon in hand, they ask him if he's waiting for something. I love this line. He looks at the creeper and says, About three more days. End of movie. (laughs) I'm like, what? But I was like, that's cool. That's like, it gave it gravitas. We got to the end of it. And there was the the promise, I guess, the promise of, of further creeping. The promise of further creeping, but it was there's not a lot of in depth to go into in this movie because a lot of it happens in the claustrophobia of the bus. Yes, there is a lot of inter character relationships between the six or oh, probably 10, the 10 kids on the bus. It's hard to keep track of. You need a scoreboard. There's racial things, there's competition things, there's there's uh, popularity do you think that this is a movie that tried to do a lot. And it just kind of, like, this is how I feel. It was like a movie that actually had a lot of potential but it just lost its way. Like, it kind of felt like a mess in the end. Do you know it what it, like... I think it is? I think it's two movies in one is the yeah. problem. It's yeah. either the story of the It felt like it was trying to tell too many stories. Or, it, or it's the story of the kids. And maybe if one of them was part two and one of them was part three, it would have made a bit more sense. But it's crammed together and you don't really, you don't really get a payoff because I really liked Rhonda and Izzy. They were like they were the characters that I gravitated to, but they disappear and you never see them again. Dogs. Like they're alive, but you never see them again. All these, what happens to all these other kids that ran off into the night? Where are they? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just. I think it was yeah. grand ideas that probably needed to be scaled down to fit to make it, you know, work out. And be a bit more concise. I didn't hate it. I I really thought that it was um, an interesting way to do a sequel that wasn't directly involving. Because when you see something with number two, you think we're going to get original cast back. You think, well, this is going to be Trish. This is going to be Trish doing whatever. But it wasn't. It was expanding the the world of the Creeper, which is cool and um, interesting. But it probably should have been a bit smaller so what i will ask you to is how many tooth filled shurikens are you giving are you giving it oh we're doing shurikens now yeah how many tooth filled shurikens are you gonna give it gosh look honestly i want to give this more than i'm going to give it i'll give it um what's our number here it's like out of five five. out of four five i'm gonna give it two out of five like i think it had a lot of potential I think it meant well. I think it, it, you know, it had a great cast. It had a great budget. It just lost its way. It just was a weird film. And I think the first film was a much tighter story. And this was a sad echo of what the first movie was. Okay. Katie. (laughs) I... We'll say uh, same, two, two out of five. Uh, I have similar critiques. I think like the first film, it's pretty uninspired and sloppy. Uh, Ray Wise is way too good for this film. 
tell you that much. Uh, there's too many characters for me to even get really involved with any, with any. I think the Taggarts are really the only characters I could truly get involved with. Because, you know, you could honestly identify them. You saw their like, trauma. You saw you their did. trauma as it you happened. Saw their you trauma. understood why. They were, yeah. like, solidly identified, so you knew who they were. Instead of, like, the, the students who were kind of, like, very quickly, like, named. And there were too yeah, many. And, and not clearly so, either. Right. Like I said, like, I just started losing track of their names. Like, I just don't even care anymore. I just, I just, I, I don't care. Just whatever. <laughs> Good luck to you guys. Whatever. Good luck. Uh, I thought it was pretty poorly done. I thought, I think it couldn't really decide whether it wanted to be super scary or campy. And yeah, again, that, that's my critique too. It didn't know what it wanted to be. It was like a, a, a lost issue. identity. There's, yeah. There's yeah, a total and, issue. yeah. And again, Ray Wise is probably the only thing that held it together and he is too good for this. And now Santos is I will disagree. Big brown buns. I will disagree. (laughs) I will disagree with you. I think there is not a weak link in the cast. I think they're all good actors. Uh, even the teenage, well, teenagers, some of them are rough-looking teenagers, but that's okay. It's a horror I'll leave El Santos alone. He's my true love. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> like we said, it's it's a grand, it's too grand an idea, or too many too grand ideas, as I said, two movies probably, that are crammed together. And, and for it feels forced. This one feels forced. I didn't hate it, as I said. I think it has potential. Had they made a clear tonal decision, had they maybe gotten rid of half of those kids in some way, I don't know, a bus a bus came and picked half of them up and half of them had to stay with the other teachers, um, that would have probably given us a little bit more intimacy because even the issues that they had didn't really, you know, I didn't really care that much about them. But the ones that I did care about, they ended up just kind of, fluffing off and disappearing i think jonathan breck is is a great villain i think what he does with the creeper is disturbing if it was portrayed in the right way his eyes are very intense he does very good eye acting as does ray wise (laughs) they're they're big on the eye acting yeah you know i I agree with you on the creeper he's great i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna say 2.5 uh, there's there's not there's not a bad like there's not a bad performance in the movie it's just poorly constructed yeah like Look, it, it had the potential i stand by that it felt like a movie that it, it had so much it had all these good things going but it just didn't know what lane it wanted to be in the whole time yeah. was like, and we know, aren't the only ones oh sorry go and i think jonathan brack could could do either like he yeah, could be solidly he could, creepy, yeah. he could be campy, and he could do it fantastically. Oh, just if you want to see man, creepy, just give if him. If you want to see creepy, go and look at his stage, uh, his um, screen test as the creeper. So when he was originally cast as the creeper in the original, oh, well, when he auditioned, he shaved his head completely, like bald, bald. I think he even shaved his eyebrows off as a choice, as a um, character choice, and they well, were only told. The, the audition was uh, the audition they were only told to come in they smelt something that they liked and they had to search the room to find it I love and they said love love, his love is character actors terrifying like love, his, his love character actors yeah. who really fully like a hundred percent commit to things like that I think they're fantastic I think they give the movies that uh 
the movies that they're in, I think they give it a lot more because they're fully into it, you know? Like, yeah. uh, there's another character actor who really just, like, pulls you into it. What's his name? Um, um, Just keep going, I'll, I'll think of his name. <laughs> All good. So we weren't the only ones who thought things were a little bit half-baked. There was a budget of $17 million for this one, which is quite an improvement on the first one. It did make $120 million, though, at the end. Did? So it's... Yeah, it's not a failure. It's not a failure. Then why wasn't not... this like a big franchise? That's a huge because this is, this is this is the point where the Victor Salva thing became big, big public knowledge, and there from from number two onwards, uh, Jeepers Creepers has pedo. been in yeah, Jeepers Creepers has been in development hell for years upon years upon years upon years. Until we got to until we get to the next one, Jeepers Creepers Ravenous, there had been so many different rumors of what was coming next. It was going to be set in the Wild West, and the creeper was going to be a cowboy. It was going to be religious based. It was going to be. All and these I told things. you, was... I'm so sure I saw that trailer, but I obviously never did. It was just like a fan trailer yeah. that someone made. There's, but like, yeah, there's there's been a lot of Jeepers Creepers my out there, and. It took a long time for them to to get past everything. This was filmed in 2003, released in 2003. Jeepers Creepers Ravenous did not release until 2017. That is a long-ass time. But it is, like it or not, it's a cult classic. There, are, it's, it's a movie that people have genuine affection for. It's one of those 2000s movies that, I guess because of the strength of the first movie and the memories of the teenagers that saw it, they want to see more Creeper. They want to see more Creeper and they're going to get to see more Creeper because whether Katie likes it or not, <laughs> whether anyone likes it or not, we will whether be back Gary again. likes it or not. <laughs> we will be back again. Guess what, guys? Not a week away. We will be back again tomorrow with a live uncensored horror when we are going to cover Jeepers Creepers Ravenous before you can go to the cinemas and see Jeepers Creepers Reborn. So we are doubling up the love. We are doubling up the frights. We are doubling up the teeth made shirkins and the skinned process. So make sure that you do not miss out and join us tomorrow live for Jeepers Creepers Ravenous, where we explain the convoluted timeline of these movies and exactly where everything sits. And we'll figure out, you know, where we are going, what we're looking forward to, what we aren't looking forward to, what is going to happen in Jeepers Creepers Reborn because it's been nearly 23 years since the first movie. So it's time for the Creeper to wake up again. Thank you for joining us here on Uncensored Horror. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Katie. We will be back at you again we'll be beating you and you know what until then you guys pick what you want to eat and keep it creepy i guess bye
was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.